I won't tell you what I just said. No, don't. Welcome to our podcast, How to Stay Married So Far. Why are you pointing at me like uh, that? I'm wearing a hat because I've just had a shower and my hair's wet and it looks ridiculous. Right. I'm not, I don't think I look, I don't so think I'm some kind of hip hop boy. To the listener who doesn't care, he's explaining that because we're also on YouTube. Yeah. Don't want to look like some B-boy Mark Wahlberg wannabe. You do a little bit. All right, thank you very much. Okay. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. There's so many of you listening to this podcast now. I'm watching Please it. Please do, yeah, like and comment because we love to read your comments. We can't answer them, but we read them and they often inform other podcasts that we might do so they they are really valuable to us no please like it on itunes specifically yeah. and uh give us a rating if only if you like it obviously but hopefully you do yeah. um if you don't like it keep it to yourself <laughs> yeah, if you don't like it just unsubscribe and don't mention it to anyone ever you know easier to say nothing than say something bad it's what we do with a lot of films we really hate we just don't review them yeah um well, anyway yeah, because i think yeah anyway no, i was on, just going to say I've got my hat like this, and it's really hurting and it's constricting Why my hair. Why don't you just have wet hair? Nobody I don't want cares. wet hair, babe. I don't want <laughs> wet hair. Okay, so I'm going to give you a hint as to what today's is about. Okay. I don't know. Would I lie to you? Oh, Would no. I lie to you, honey? Who sang that? I don't know. Eurythmics, wasn't it? Wasn't it Annie Lennox? Maybe. Would I lie yeah, to it was. Baby? Yeah, Annie Lennox. Another one of those great songs. Anyway, lying. Have we lied to each other? Should we lie to, our, to each other? When we lie to each other, can we lie to each other? Can you see that I'm lying? Is lying a necessary part of any long-term relationship? Or can even the most innocent of lies eventually lead to more sinister lies? I don't... Boom! Okay, right. Well, lying, there's so many different grades to lying, isn't there? But well, the I mean... first one is, is lying down. Sorry. You're going to take your silly hat off. <laughs> I do feel silly with my silly um, hat on. Um, I don't think a marriage can survive without lying. Wow, that's a bold statement. Yeah, I would Jesus. say that I lie every single day in our marriage. <laughs> Both my armpits have started flooding. Um, Shit. Now, I'm being bold by calling it a lie. I could easily be manipulative and say, well, it's not a lie, it's just getting on. But it, it, but it right. is, it's lies. It's lies to make the world go round a bit easier. So, for right. instance, oh, do you want mashed potatoes or roast potatoes? Oh, I really don't mind, but actually I really want roast potatoes. Right. I'm lying. You're lying. Yeah. Um, I Now, a lot of people would say that that's... Not a lie. Not really a lie, but, but it is really, the definition of a lie is not telling the truth. Absolutely. Is it not? But what is the truth? So what we have to go into is, do we believe in white lies? Oh, well, what's the difference? Well, a white lie is something that I think, I, my interpretation of a white lie is something that is told for the better of the person that you're saying it to, rather than for the better of the person that is lying. Oh, that's interesting. So if I was to say to you, oh, yeah, um, uh, uh, yeah. Like, if you were to say to me, yeah, you look gorgeous in that, yeah. because you know 100% that I haven't got time to get changed, I'm nervous, I'm going to an event, mm. and I need to feel great. Is that a lie? Yeah, right. it's a lie if I don't look gorgeous, but it's a white lie because it's to benefit me. So I tell the kind of lies that benefit our relationship. Wow. Okay. So you see lies as... He's actually gone pale. Yeah. For the, for the listener who's not watching us on YouTube, he's gone pale. 
So, okay, so there's two very distinct types of lies for you. So what's the opposite of a white lie? I think there's many different kinds <clears throat> of lies. Because, I mean, the context of this was years ago, I developed a programme idea, which unfortunately wasn't picked up, but I thought it was quite a rich one, which was exploring for BBC Four the idea that lying is an element of human survival i.e. it's always seen as a bad thing but if you didn't have lying for example you know when the state lies to you about terrible things happening in order to manage sort of civil unrest and all that kind of stuff you know and with children you know parenting is really uh, a really complicated process of lying in the most yeah. benevolent way to your children yeah all the time all the time almost and so you know I was, I'm, I'm intrigued by the way in which lying is something that's quite necessary but then I know that there have been periods of my life where I've just lied about everything. Mm. And there are so many, and it's interesting, I think there are different lies for men and women. And there are different departments in which men and women lie differently. I think also there is the complication of children and lies. Yes. So Maddie used to tell the most fantastical, what some people would call lies, mm. you know, or we were driving along and daddy knocked this woman over and she God, was yes. bleeding and daddy just drove by. And, and, and that's, this is when she was tiny on the way to, to nursery. I check that I Mark had was to in a total mess. We were petrified thinking Mark had knocked somebody yes. over with her. Really. It was just the wing mirror. It was this, it was that. And like some people would say, oh, that child should be told off because she was lying. But I didn't see it no. as a lie. Well, she absolutely... I was a bit pissed off. <laughs> She went but into she, school saying her head hit the window, there was blood. At yeah. the point that she did elaborated the story to blood hitting and her lips going, yeah, we knew I thought she'd seen a film. Yeah, so it's a film. So, so I actually, when, God, we've already gone off into so many different I was areas. Say, I think we should yeah. probably stay with marriage. Yeah, it's not first. about parenting, no. Yeah, that's a different area. But so, just, just an idea of that, just, just quickly, is, is that that to me was creativity. Right. Some people would say, that that's setting up a pattern for lying yes. through their life. Yeah. So when you were a child, I used to do those things where I would do these incredible exaggerations mm. or lie. My mum still to this day refers to me as a liar. Mm. Such a because well, you're such a liar, and I and and I, I it does always Quite hurt harsh. when she says it yeah. because actually it I don't flights think of, of fantasy myself, when you were a kid. Yeah, flights of fantasy, but actually she's right. I can lie, but I think it's always said with such viciousness, not from my mum, I'm just mm. generally, liar. But I think, I think it is about, I think both of, our, both of us are, have, have really good emotional intelligence. Right. You know, um, a great commodity. I think it's a great asset mm. to have emotional intelligence. Yeah. When I met you, I think yours was... A lot like obviously academically you are way above me. Where are we going intellectual with this? intelligence. Where are we going with this? No, but your intellectual intelligence. Yeah, there's yeah. no comparison between you and I. But I think part of what makes our marriage work is that when we met, mm. I had a much higher. I was a moron. No, I had a much higher emotional intelligence right. than you did. Right. Would you agree? Yeah, I would, and also help. But also, that's because seven years younger. I was going to say help by the fact yeah. that you're you're a bit older. But I mean, I think. But also, just... also help by the fact. I came from a much more stable home and mm. a huge family. Mm. Like, you know, only know me with my family much smaller. Mm. But you've got to remember, I grew up in a, an atmosphere of, at the weekend, 10, 20 people around. You learn 
emotional intelligence when you're fighting to get mm. your line. I mean, look mm. at me now. I'm on loose women. I'm, I'm getting my lines in mm. where I can. I was literally trained to be a loose woman, mm. and I was trained to understand people's, you know, what do people want, what makes somebody happy, da 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 da. And I think that's where my white lie ability comes from. I'm a rescuer. I like people to feel good. I feel good when other people feel good. Mm. So I will often say what I think people want to hear or need to hear. Now, I'm sure there's people listening go, well, you're a liar then. I was going to say, because that's the, I mean, you do take exaggeration to the point of lying sometimes in storytelling. And I'll hear that and I'll let it go because it makes a great story because yeah. you are an entertainer. And I, oh, think... I call that, that's my cumin and spice line. Right, okay. So when okay. I add a cumin and spice, so mm. I will say, um, I might say, so an example of that might be, oh my God, you know, Mark used to fall down 10 flights of stairs. Well, <coughs> because everyone would know Excuse you wouldn't me. have fallen down 10 flights of stairs because you would be dead. Yeah. But everybody knows that that's me just doing a dramatic flourish. Okay, well, I mean, th this is already a little bit like your handbag in the middle of a room exploded everywhere as soon as we've opened the topic. I mean, there's the situation of when you meet each other at the beginning of a relationship, um, you know, it's an interesting point at which a lot of lies are bubbling around. Because I think when one wants to impress someone or one wants to pull someone or it's not necessarily lying about prowess or lying about what one's done or lying about things, so to speak. But putting you, yourself in the best light. But for example... Lying some, by omission. Precisely. Lying by omission. And I know, I know for a fact that when I met you or first met you, I and, and whenever I met girls or partners or potential partners, I would lie or obfuscate or um, by omission, not talk about the situation with my children. I didn't want to put people off. So I'd always be sort of ambiguous about my life and about my setup and about the, for example, you know, the fact that Izzy and Flo come from two separate mums. I would lie about that. Right, okay. So what do we think about lying by omission? I don't like that phrase I think because you lie. I don't think you are lying by omission. I think everybody has the right to keep some stuff back. Right. I, I think where people so often go wrong in relationships, I've said this to countless people through my life that have had problems in maintaining relationships, keeping relationships, I say, you gave away everything at the beginning. You told mm. them everything. Mm. And I just don't think that is right. I yeah. think... <clears throat> Say you had said to me straight off the bat, oh, I've got two children from two different mums. That would have mm. immediately cast you mm. in for me and would have, would have held me back considerably mm. from you. So I think you have the right to decide that I don't want to be labelled. You could I ask want to you, find you... out stuff. I mean, it's like me when I first met you. I didn't want to tell you the first off what had happened with <clears throat> me and my first husband because it was just such a mm. terrible, terrible thing. And... And I didn't want you to, you know, think of me in that light or mm. think of me, well, not in that light, but think no, of I know me what you mean. in those, tra I didn't want you to think of me as a tragic person. Sure, sure. So, or a person around whom tragedy occurs. But a lot of people, and I'm sure there, the listener now, there is somebody saying, I would see that as a lie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and it, and it is, a, I mean, the most obvious one is when you meet someone and you lie about the fact that you're in a relationship. I mean, it's the most. Yeah. I mean, I've well, gone, you were in a relationship. Well, precisely, and, and you ev lied about it. Every, for about years. <laughs> every relationship I've ever been in, I've lied about the fact that I wasn't in a relationship going into the next one. It, what's it called when you have that slip over? What do they? Uh, there's a yeah. phrase that we use, uh, it, isn't it? Bleed or 
when it overhang is it overhang something no. no but anyway no but one would always i mean so that is going through the list of some of the things that people most often lie about um, that and the other the ones crossover crossover exactly crossover and i think for both of us there's always that jostling at the beginning of a relationship as to whether one fully knows the truth about the situation because everyone's coming out of bitty slightly confused mucky messy situations and i think also often if somebody hasn't had a good big gap between a person mm. they're carrying a lot of stuff from that last relationship right. that would have been um i mean certainly when i met you the pr relationship that i'd been in before i met you was a very destructive relationship it was a mm. very unhappy relationship it came off the back of my grief and mm. my loss and my um disorientation yeah and it was a relationship where there was a lot of drink involved and a lot of i wouldn't have been in that relationship mm. if i hadn't been somebody that was in grief mm. and, and and not myself i wasn't myself mm. so when i first met you i was quite reluctant to i knew that the healthy right thing for me to do was to have a long gap maybe have a year or two yeah. years on my own and so i was kind of reluctant with you i've really pulled back from mm. you i don't know if you remember that yeah, I, was I do just like i do like this guy but oh god what am i doing yeah. and it was madness if i'd sat down with the therapist the therapist would oh, say no. if this was meant to be this guy will come around again it is not the right time and no, it no, wasn't no. the right time no when you look back <laughs> at it it was a total madness from both sides it really was total madness but there you go i could have sat in a therapist chair and the therapist would have told me that yeah and then we wouldn't be sitting here happily married with two children no. with a great life so the right thing isn't always the right no, thing No, 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 anyway. exactly. And I think our story, I sometimes do think about our story, and I think on every level, I sometimes wince when, I go, when I go back. No, I wince with sort of anxiety at the po possibilities that could have happened because actually, in no instance, when you actually write down how it worked for yeah. us, should it work? No. But that, in a, in, a, in a weird way, there's a great liberation in that for anyone listening, where your situation is strange and weird and maybe too, you feel could be too rushed is that actually it goes to prove that the standard formal systems that we have in society for relationships aren't always no. applicable to everyone. But I the mean, I've known people that have been so happy together, mm. you know, done it all right, been engaged for three or four years. We got, we got engaged and married within four months. Yeah. Five months. Um, you know, and then they get married and they break up in a year. Yeah. So there are no guarantees, but this is for sure. If you don't sit down and communicate and talk to each other, it doesn't matter what the setup is, yeah, it will not work. Yeah. And because we've been forced into that at the beginning, because we were both quite damaged individuals. Car crashes. We were car crashes, but because we were car crashes, mm. and because of Maddie. Yeah, no, Maddie, well, I, I always mean, say that. because of Maddie, because if it hadn't been for Maddie, we wouldn't no. have sat down and made it work. No. And we made it work. No, absolutely. And, and there will have been... I mean, my God, I told you tons of lies in those first weeks. I was really frightened when wow. I realised. Well, because, okay, well, when things were really bad with us, I didn't want to be with you. Mm. I, I, I just didn't want to be with you. I, I was just like, I was so unhappy. But I pretended that I did because I knew I needed to make it work. Mm. But I told you this, you know this. Mm. But if I hadn't have told those lies, 
if they are lies. But isn't that funny? Because those be lies telling. that you were probably telling emotionally were the th were, I, I would have you I would have sensed that because I wasn't stupid, and that will have fueled the fear that you were lying about potentially meeting someone else because I knew you weren't in love with me. So. You know, the, the fundamental lies in a relationship, which are like lies around lying about being faithful or unfaithful and all those kind of things. Around the time that I remember my jealousy and everything being absolutely off the scale, it was becoming a sort of self-fueling cycle. Oh, it you always were... does. Anyone who's jealous, if you are acting out on your jealousy, you will make your life a million times worse. Mm. Because what you don't want to do is get your partner thinking about every single thing they say. Yeah. Because your partner will diminish to a dot. Yeah. I said this the other day on Loose Women. I said, if you start to... If, you st if you're in a jealous relationship and you start to lie and you start to diminish what you are and you start to try and be something else, you will eventually become a dot. And that what you have to do is maintain as well as you can who you are and keep saying that. But if they're a good person, like you were a really good person, you weren't like a jealous, nasty piece of work. You were a really good person that was struggling mm. with low self-esteem mm. and you had bad jealousy issues. Mm. And if I had pandered to all your jealousy issues and not gone out or mm. not had friends or not done this or not gone abroad or not done any of those things, mm. we would have completely and utterly yeah. ended up as dust. Yeah. And, and, you know, but I get it. If you're in a jealous relationship, sometimes just for the peace to shut somebody up, you will go, you would tell a lie. You would say... I, like, I remember when you were in your height of jealousy. Say I was going to be going out with the girls or doing something. I wouldn't tell you that until the day before. Yeah. Because if I told you the week before, I'd have a whole week of, so what time will you be back? So da-da-da, so da-da-da. Yeah. Now, is that a lie? Because I yeah. haven't told you. Or is that being, is that being uh, what's the word, when you're being generous with the truth or whatever it is, you know? Well, no, that's called lying by omission. And mm. I, I, I take umbrage with lying with omission. Now, if you ask, or ask something directly, so like if I'd said to you at the beginning, so are, are your children from the same mum? And you'd said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be... Yeah, no, I get that. That would have been horrendous. That would have been relationship breaking. Okay. Because for me, that's a right down the looking down the barrel yeah. lie. But you're not telling me... I think was your right because you mm. wanted to, me to get to know you before I made drew conclusions about you. You know. What's the biggest lie you've made to me then? Oh God, I can't think of it like that. I think, but it would I, be I a lie. Yeah, yeah, no, but it would like, be like a lie more about how you felt that at that period of time. You see, as a time when you were having to lie about how much you wanted to be with me, essentially, because you just couldn't bear it. It's just interesting. It's just interesting. I can't remember the detail mm. of that, but, um, I mean, the thing is, eventually, of course, I told you all of that, and mm. I said that I'm not happy, and mm. I'm not, but that's by lying by omission, I suppose. But I one, know. did you know that one of the major things that people lie about a lot at the beginning of a relationship isn't, it is about how many partners they've had, that's at the top of the list of lies that, that go into well, a relationship. I mean, Why I you saw is? you, I watched you go off with somebody one night and like two days later you'd forgotten because you were so drunk. So I would never ask you how many people... And to be quite <laughs> honest, that whole question, <coughs> if somebody asked me that question, mm. which you did, mm. I would tell them to F off. Oh, right. Because I think that is the beginning of something that just then just like, 
oh, it eats away, it eats mm. away. I just don't think people should get into that stuff. Mm. What, what, what difference does it make? Well, I suppose what people are looking for, I mean, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because the whole how many partners have you had before works two ways. You would lie about it if you've got shame. You know, you could be lying about it because you're ashamed of it, because you're embarrassed about it, because you feel that it's symptomatic. And I'd have thought that that I'd have thought that threads through for a lot of women, who you know, well, that's not, what I for whom wrongly, like for whom wrongly, there's a yeah. pejorative judgment that right. if you've had a number a number of sexual partners, whereas for a man, you know, so men will often lie about how many. They'll increase. People, yeah, precisely, and it's an intriguing and interesting area of lying. Now, to a partner. You're going to, everyone, I think, is, is inclined to want to bring the numbers down because they don't want necessarily their partner to think that they were a flibbity-gibbit and, you know, promiscuous and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's curious that that is one of the, that's one of the bedrock lies. And But I don't think that's a lie. I think mm. that you come into a relationship mm, and that should be the relationship. Yeah. I've seen people torn to pieces by going over and over and over the mm. past and who they've slept with. It's the past. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's not forget what you were like. You were a bloody nightmare asking me stuff all no, the time. No, I know. And I said to you, I will not discuss no, it. No, no, no. Because I don't have to. Uh, it's like when you go into a relationship, that mm. person doesn't have ownership of your life. No, 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 you're right. And I think that obsession with the past, and I think you're absolutely right, it's the most correct. It's like a form of addiction because yeah. the thing about the past that keeps delivering like an alcoholic drink is that it's unchangeable exactly. and it's unquantifiable mm. other than to the person who has experienced it. So in a sense you know, inscribed into the pursuit of truth is yeah. a, and it, it is going to be it's a knowledge that you're never going to fully get the truth. So you're always going to be looking out for the way in which you look. Now, the I other... think it's a really good thing mm. for people to say, do you know what? I don't actually want to talk about that. Yeah, maybe it should Why be not? like maybe it Why? should be like a bylaw that you're not allowed to ask people how many partners you've had. If you want to talk about it, you want to talk about it. But I think if you've asked your partner and they, and they don't really want to you see my thing isn't about numbers isn't about anything i just think why is that person asking me that mm. Mm. it's rather like when somebody wants to look in your phone or what 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 is that it's a it's a level of ownership that i mm. just don't like and i think it always leads to unhappiness so let me ask you i've done a lot of talking now what's the biggest lie that you think you've ever told me um What do you mean? No, I mean, well, the, the great thing is, is that I can't lie. You can't remember. No, no, no. I mean, I think at the very beginning of our relationship, I think all of our, all of my sort of flirtations and everything, it was a, a mess. It was an absolute mess of confusion. So I, I like to think that it was a cleaner start to things than it was. But again... But I always knew it wasn't. Well, exactly. So that's less a lie. I mean, in terms of lying to you, I mean, I've probably lied to you about how much or how specifically I've dealt with my recovery, you know, if I've gone to a meeting or I haven't gone to a meeting. Um, I mean, I used to lie, I mean, when I was a boy, when I was a child, and this is very interesting what you said about being in a family full of people where you could read people and you could argue, well, that means you get quite sophisticated at knowing how to work people, but actually there's a positive to that. When I was a child, truth or knowledge was something that one had to possess and hold on to. Because you were try I was trying to constantly orientate myself. And not in a, not in a sort of manipulative or kind of Machiavellian way, but I, I was clinging to elements of truth for dear life. And where truth or reality was insufficient or didn't offer me enough, it makes me quite emotional to talk about, actually, um, I would, I would fictionalise stuff. 
And I think that's why fiction and film is so important to me mm. because I could run into these worlds and I would create them. And so when Maddie does that, I can really relate mm. to it. And it's, you know, the most negative way you could describe that process was lying. And I always remember my nan and granddad would always say, he's got, what, his, his imagination's always like this and he's always running wild with his imagination. I was doing something that's very, very like Maddie. And so when I was a child, clinging to those things was, so, you know, I, I, holding on to the truth and, and, and maybe manipulating the truth for my own needs and then splurging that truth out differently. I mean, a prime example of that was when I went to university, I was so socially worried because I'd had a teenage life where because of my mum's sexuality, not because I was anti it, but because of the partner she was with, I'd had no friends and all that kind of stuff. I thought... Could you just probably explain, because maybe somebody's yeah. listening the first time. What, that my mum's gay? Yeah. And that when I was, yeah, and so, I, and during my teenage years, I really struggled with, not her sexuality, but I struggled with her partner and our living situation yeah. at home. A partner was a horrible, horrible woman. Horrible and, um, and so I had a very limited social circle mm. as a teenager. And so when I went to university, I thought this, you know, I, I, I said, you wanted no, to I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, and I lied. I lied about cycling to university. The fact that, you know, people weren't asking, how did you carry that case? Right, or... okay, so that's interesting, you see. That is a lie. Yeah. Right? But I don't judge that lie. Yeah, I but I'm think, giving you context to yeah, it. Yeah, because I think what you wanted to do, you wanted to go and you wanted, yeah, to, wanted to be to impress something. People. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I, and I think that that's, I think that's quite ind an endearing lie. Yeah. Well, my then partner didn't. She said, oh, you fucking lied about <laughs> I mean, you know, so, you know, when you've I then been in a... I think it's a cute lie. Yeah. So, so you know, so lying... I, I, I do struggle with lying. And it's really interesting because as, as I've got older and as I've kind of got weller, I haven't been able to lie so much. And I think... You as know, you've become sober, yeah. you can't lie. I mean, your no. lies are so awfully... They're diabolical. I mean, it's so transparent. But you know, when I think you I used were to drink. Drinking, but I used to drink to avoid the lies. I, I would get myself into a mess with the lies. I, yeah, but when you were drinking, I mean, what can somebody that's that's in the grips of alcoholism do other than lie? Because you've got to lie about how much you're drinking. You've got to absolutely. lie about where you were well, you're drinking, living a lie. what time you were drinking to. So you're living a lie the whole time. And so then, you know, in that sense, that's why I hesitated when you asked. Yeah. Yes, you're lying about where are you? You're lying about how much you've drunk. You're lying about who you're with. You're lying about where you've been. You're lying about the fact that you haven't drunk too much so when I got done for drink driving. You know, so it's, again, it goes back to this thing, sorry to bring alcohol up, but you know, if you actually unpack a lot of the problems in most relationships and most people's personalities, it revolves around sort of alcohol in some way. You know, most, mm. li most of my lying yeah, revolves that's around- Yeah, actually. I wonder how many people in a relationship, the lie that they've told has been because yeah, of alcohol because in they've some done way. something wrong. Yeah. I mean- so, so if you do something in alcohol, and then you lie about it. Where's the real crime? Well, where's the real lie? But here's a couple. Here's some, I've got some categories here of what are the most common things that couples lie about each other about, lie to right. each other about. Uh, the other one is where they were, or where they are, or when they're coming home. Now, I think this is a funny one, and again, it depend, depends on context because I know that it's you. About intention. It's about intention. Because so, I could say, "Well, I'm going to be back at ten because I think I am going to be back at yeah. ten, but then. Oh, then you, the time has gone and you're talking to somebody else and then the car, da, da. I, I think you should be allowed to be a certain age and not bloody say what time you're going to be home. Well, there's that. So, yeah, in a sense, so that's an interesting point, though. So, in a sense, sometimes the necessity to lie is born of an, of an unjustified inquiry. Exactly. So, you could argue that. Because, like, you know, lying about who you're with 
I mean, would you ever lie to me about who you're with? No. No, exactly. I mean, so, you know... No, I don't have that kind of horrible life. No. And I do think that's a horrible life. Yeah. When you're lying about who you're with. Oh, my God, what a nightmare. Yeah. Because... It's a world, like we always say this at Loose Women, how do people have these sorts of secrets about liaisons? Secrets and lies. Because and so everything exhausting. is recorded, everything is Well, seen. it is now. Yeah. I remember, that the, and this, I'm not saying this in any way, like it was a good thing. I mean, it can't be a good thing. But I remember at my worst point, at my worst point, I was lying to three different women about the fact that in a night, I was moving between three venues because I was editing in town. And I was not, you know, not being like, not. It was like out of a film. And I do remember so that how night. Did no, you do that? and I do remember that night, thinking, I can't. I haven't got the energy. I haven't got the not bloody surprise. Three women it. in three different yeah, in parts. three different parts. Got to head back to the edit. Scoot around the corner to do. Oh, hang on, something's cropped up with the dub. Scoot. I mean, oh, that's awful. terrible. I mean, did then they obviously, find out? I, the drink over. I don't know. Probably. I don't so, were know. you trying to decide which one you'd go home? No, with? I was thinking. I, I, hopefully, I can have all three on the go at the same time. Not literally not that, that night. night. No, no, not like that. But just a cr- no. But I mean, that was that was uh, that was the febrile nature of my, the chaos of what was going on in my life. Funny, it, isn't it as well that chaos and that mm. and the greed, the alcohol. Well, it does, you know, people often say this thing about, does it unlock the real you? I don't think it unlocks no, the real I you. But I do think it unlocks the real urges that you would normally, and quite rightly, um, lock down. Or, you know, it, it can unlock the real, the real mm. Another one that people lie a lot about with their partners is finding other people attractive. And this is a funny one, this, because I don't think we do, do we? I don't think we lie about it. I just don't think we look well, at I mean, people in that way. Hang on a minute. What is lying? Again, we are all grown adults. Does Do you, this mean, are you working with this, this person? Mean, Do you find them attractive? I think it's probably the... Does this mean that we have to be a constant open vessel where we are saying everything that's going on in our head, mm. otherwise we're lying? That's ownership. That's ah. slavery. Ah. That's like, you know... So, you know, I think what that means... I mean, I'm trying to think what that. What the hell does that mean? Um in what situation? Yeah. So... In the abstract? Someone <laughs> off the telly? Or someone you're working with? Or whether it's someone in but a I mean, group of friends? I don't we as human beings find people attractive all the time? It, that, I don't think that's a sin. Mm. A sin would be to be unfaithful, mm. to be lying about that, and to be hurting all the people that you love. That's a sin. Mm. But there's too much control wanted within couples. Mm. You know, I want you to never think anybody's attractive. Yeah, I don't yeah. want you to watch a film and think that movie star is gorgeous. I don't want you to think, wow, that's a gorgeous man. I don't want you to... That's, that's crazy. Mm. Crazy, batshit crazy. Do you want to know one of the most common things that men lie about? Their height. Oh, you do. I don't. Mark, I am five, five foot, foot ten. ten. Maddie Nine. gets really incandescent on my behalf on this. She measured me. I'm five foot ten, but most men do say they're six feet tall. I think what do that's they say funny. about their beep? Well, men do men do add yeah yeah they do add inches and they do they do lie about their penises. So I mean you know this is this is something else. But you know the the other thing that's quite funny, an increasingly new category of of lying is 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 partners who lie about having watched an episode of a box set 
on their own. <laughs> which well, I even that I told you, and you didn't let me bloody off for weeks but, and weeks and weeks. But in modern parlance, it's I become have kept quite. That to myself. A, it's become a big deal. Oh, it's a massive deal. It's seen as an act of absolute derelict. It's awful. Like some people I know at work that say, "Oh, I don't care. I just watch them," and I think, "My God, that's awful." Yeah, but people. Say, I have noticed women say it with a particular viciousness. Yeah, I watched it without. Her. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, isn't it? It's really, really weird. Um, And I'm just looking at some of these other ones. I'm on my way home, I promise. Wow, I mean, is that a lie? Again, this is, we're talking about levels of control. That a lot of, and a lot of people, a lot of lying occurs around money, apparently, with secret bank accounts. Oh, can you imagine <coughs> the drama of having secrets? But that's almost as difficult to maintain as a relationship, no, isn't no, it? No. As, uh, I think there is lying about money spent, for sure, and I get that. But again, I wouldn't say that's lying. I'm saying, as an adult, you have the right mm. to not have to come in. You know, you're not my dad. I'm not your mum. No. You don't have to come in and answer to me for no. everything. I wouldn't want you to think that you've got to say, oh, I want to buy this. What do you think? Do you think we should? Or I want, or mm. say to you, I want to buy this. What do you think? Do you think we should? I, I would just, well, I suppose it's, I suppose, well, no, hang on. Let's think about that. If you're in it, if you're in a, sh- I mean, we have everything shared. So I suppose if you have got somebody that is a mad spender mm. and lying about it, have mm. to be mad. we're not. I think that we mm. are just generally very respectful of mm. that. Mm. We wouldn't go and suddenly spend a whole no, load of no. money without talking about it with each other. But I suppose some people might, yeah. so, I, so I, I have some pity for that. Well, and, and the category that a lot of women lie about <laughs> is um, sexual satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. And of course, that brings to mind brings to mind Meg Ryan. So, have you ever lied in the bedroom? To your stomach. That was your stomach. It was your stomach. I'm not talking about any. Of have that. you? I'm not talking about any of that. Oh my god! That means children. you might have done. No, Mark. I'm not talking about that. Oh my god. But apparently it is a category, and that must be something you talk about in Loose Women, whether women, whether women do that. It's quite hard well, for men I to do it. what I would say no is, I think it's really stupid for women to lie about it, because then you're stuck with lying about it for every, forever more. Yeah, it must be a if real... If you haven't had a good time, don't pretend you have, otherwise you're going to have to pretend that you have. I, there's one person that I know that shall remain nameless, who in the first few weeks did such an... In- I'll tell you after who it was. Did such an enormous act, like on the level of Meg Ryan, that she's had to do it her entire marriage. That's so exhausting. Awful. So from a purely pragmatic level, you're saying, don't lie, girls, because you've only got to keep... Because then you've got to keep up. What a boring lie to have to do for the rest of your marriage. Don't do it. But is there a burden of responsibility to feel like you need to lie as a woman? If you've got a lie, then, you know, he needs to work on what he's doing. Right. If you if you lie, then then he's got you know he's not got to improve his skills. Yeah. I, I haven't with you. I mean, I've lied before, but you know, you just do sometimes. I think it's just part. It's just part. You know, yeah, yeah. Anyway, on that note, on that note, we're cl- I clearly, I definitely want to right. find out who Thank that was. Thank you so much for listening. Tell me who that was. I will after this. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank Please you. Don't forget to um, like us on iTunes and comment. And subscribe on iTunes as well. We really love it on iTunes. I love going there. And you can leave comments though we can't reply to them. So um, yeah. And yeah. if you subscribe on our YouTube channel, hit the notification bell. That means you'll be notified because we do upload so many different, so much content, all different mm. kinds of videos on a, on a daily basis. Mm. 
And if you've hit that notification bell, well, you'll be notified. We've done lies. I think that someday we should do secrets, because obviously it's the phrase secrets and lies. Same thing. Is it really? Mm, Keeping it'd be more a or less secret? the same conversation for me. Would it really? Yeah, about right. it's not about ownership. Just because you're in a mm. relationship doesn't mean that that person owns everything that you think and feel. As an added bonus, you've got a one-line podcast there all about <laughs> secrecy in relationships. Dealt with, done, sorted. <laughs>